0: Welcome back to another podcast guys and the topic for today's podcast is strength of the soul. Uh, Now the reason for talking about this particular topic is because uh, you know I used to always look at okay I need to get some strength in my soul, in my spirits, in my emotions in my mind, in my thoughts, in my physicality to achieve in my life. And obviously, a lot of it was just excuses to stay away from the creative or the painful process of learning and getting better. It does help you, but it's just probably one or two seconds. Okay, you say spiritual reason. What is the, who are the people I'm impacting with? Okay, my family. Okay, uh, the people that I'm working with. Okay, community in this general. And that's it. And you move ahead. And I used to always make this... Uh, big imaginations in my head saying, oh my god, I got to think very spiritually, being very crazy, you got to look around, got to travel, do all of those shit. And that was all bullshit to just stay away from the work. And once I realized it, the only next thing I had to do was improve on it. But uh, I truly believe, you know, there is something called as internal strength of your soul, which comes with doing work, whatever. What is that one thing says that by doing it, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary? Uh, That's been a question that I used to ask myself and once I found the answer, I used to work on it and that gave me the strength to, you know, what do you say, build that internal resilience, internal grit, internal wanting uh, of the things that I was doing. And in the process, I realized, okay, how many mistakes is it that I was making? What are the lessons that I could learn? Um, One of the best ways to learn about your spirituality in essence is to think of death. Now, the reason why I feel death is the best way to think about spirit is because death in itself represents, you know, uh, losing your body and just uh, becoming a memory in somebody's head. But as a person, I don't know what happens. But, uh, you know, I spent a couple of good time reading books when I was supposed to, you know, give out projects. I was reading these books and that probably cost me. But hey, when I look back, it's good to connect the dots so some of my favorite books on that particular topic has been uh, Tuesdays with Maury uh, when breath becomes air um, the year of magical thinking uh, and the last lecture one of my favorite books denial of death there's a process about you know uh, how you deny and you go ahead with it on grief grief and grief griefing waiting for the last bus i think those have been few books that i've read uh, there's a I mean again there's a lot of book if you google for things uh, you'll find about them and i think tuesdays with maury was one of my favorite lessons because there was this couple of pictures about him his wife and maury over there and how they went about it about how you know his teacher died and how uh, they were helping him every time and i think that was quite an exciting time because i can still remember going behind my house into that humongous space of land and sitting over there and reading that book and trying to, uh, you know, get some lessons out of that for myself and trying to get better, trying to be part of the community. And I learned so many things. I've, I've truly believed, you know, regardless of how much strength you have, how much, uh, resources you have there is always always just the next moment just the next day there is something that is going to test you again every single day so when i achieve or when i um uh, i've pro- i'm probably cursed in that mindset because i chose certain things uh and it's a choice and i want the same is which is Uh, you can't really enjoy the moment. Absolutely, you're present in the moment, uh, you achieved something, you're done, and now you're really focused into getting into the next thing. Probably monkey mind, but I learned it from Goggins, I learned it from MJ, I learned it from Kobe. Now, there could be a lot of other people who would say, you know, uh, okay, this is not the best way to go about it, but regardless of what they say, I'm still be grinding over there every single day of my life because that's who I truly am. Now... When I think of spirit or soul, I think the most beautiful people aren't necessarily people with the strongest soul, but uh, people with a strong soul, a kind heart, you know, compassion in their soul are generally beautiful. You get to see it inside of them when you meet them in their presence. And I have felt it so many times uh, when I have been naive at so many times and used to meet some people who make such a transparent impact on you that years later it connects to you in such a crazy way and to quote a couple of people before i quote a couple of people that i have felt personally have such an aura uh, you think about muhammad ali nelson mandela uh, you think about mrs b for those who know mrs b uh, buffett is also kind i think he's evolved over time not in his initial career but he's i mean all of them have evolved abraham lincoln uh, these all people have such unique, I don't know, probably they're absolutely famous, they're wealthy to a certain extent, uh, but I think what really built them till there was, uh, they had something, you know, good inside their heart. I think Jim Carrey has a good saying in one of his speech, Maharishi's speech 2014, uh, all that matters is what's there in your heart, what did you choose and uh, choose love, you might as well fail doing what you love instead of failing at what you don't love. And uh, and that's been exciting to me. So I think, you know, when, when a reporter asked, asked Ali, what would you like to be known as when you were dead? Uh, Ali had this beautiful quote, which made an impact, immense impact on my soul, on my personality to say, hey, you know what, I truly have it in me. And the, the quote went something like this. It went absolutely like this. I'd like them to say, he took a few cups of love he took a tablespoon of patience, one teaspoon of generosity, one pint of kindness. He took one quarter of laughter, one pinch of concern. And then he mixed willingness with happiness. He added a lot of faith and he stirred it up well. Then he spread it over a span of a lifetime and he served to each and every person deserving he met. And I think, you know, let's listen to it in his own in his own voice. What would you like people to think about you when you've gone? i'd like for them to say he took a few cups of love he took one tablespoon of patience one tablespoon teaspoon of generosity one pint of kindness he took one quart of laughter one pinch of concern and then he mixed willingness with happiness he took one quart of laughter one pinch of concern and then he mixed willingness with happiness he added lots of faith and he stirred it up well then he spread it over a span of a lifetime and he served it to each and every deserving person he met and i think that's a terrific uh, thing because you know when i look back and i think of strength of my soul or my spirit i think i'm always going to be a derivative of these guys you know who really built uh, their life for me, I think especially one of the most exciting parts about Ali is his later part about his suffering uh, With his disease and how he took it and he became an inspiration for so many people and I think that That's a beautiful person. Now when you ask me I think you know You look at people strong people who speak less and and It's something I truly truly want inside of myself and I want to evolve every single day Uh, But that's something I truly hope and I dream that I have inside of me because, um, you know, they say that you have four bodies, your physical, uh, your wealthy body, your emotional and mental body and your spiritual body. Uh, We take care of our physical body the most and the least concerned body or wife. Let's say these are four wives. The fourth wife, which is a spiritual self, is something we don't take much care of. And that's something we should Take care of, and I think meditation is a great way to go about it. Uh, Serving and helping people is a great way about it. I speak about it in my books um, as reminders of what it is that you can do helping community, helping somebody in distress, uh, being kind, giving hugs to uh, taking care of animals, taking care of people Uh, you don't even need to take care of. I think Mother Teresa had a very good saying about. Suffering, and I remember in seventh or sixth grade, you know, one of our teachers shout out to Philip, sir, Hindi teacher. Uh, he said, uh, The greatest joy I get from helping people is seeing them uh, do well. And later on in the years, when I watched a video of Tony Robbins, um, he, he when I was doing my work, and he, he says, uh, When he met Mother Teresa, he asked her, What is The biggest motivating factor of her life, and she said, "It's seeing somebody die." And he was stunned, and he said, "Okay, what do you mean by that?" Uh, What he meant, what she meant by that was, you know, when they are suffering and they're dying and they're in her arms and she's helping them, uh, you know, the peace that they are in and their love that she's willing to give, and I think uh, that's just an insane life, man. That's something that you know. Not everybody can do that. It's more than being uncommon. It's more than uh, being great. It's about more. It's more about others than yourself and serving people, uh, society with a true heart. I think that's uh, that's just that's something beyond measure. You don't measure those kind of things. You you feel those things and the amount of how much is felt comes from the beauty of your heart. And I think that's something I would truly view. Uh, Want to be worthy of someday and earn every single day and uh, be a part of something. So, yeah, that's my one cent on the same. Thank you for listening, guys. Hope we can catch up soon.